Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody out there, Tim Kennard with you here, Positively Wrestling Evolved, you know it, two guys who know nothing about women, but a little bit about pro wrestling, talking about women's professional wrestling. With me, of course, is Steven Davidson. How are you doing today, Steve? Beginning to look a lot like Christmas, Tim. It is. It is beginning to look just a little bit like Christmas. Yeah, a little bit. It actually was kind of warm today. It didn't look anything like Christmas, but in my heart, it looks I'm like in, Christmas. I'm in a t-shirt and shorts today because it's like <laughs> 70 degrees. Turn the air conditioner on. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Good Lord. <laughs> oh, but we're back for another show. And uh, yeah, lots of good. Th- now, I, I want to kick off things because you challenged me last week. And I've kind of uh, taken your challenge and made one out of it for you. Oh, okay. This is news to me. All right. I, I have a feeling you're going to smash this. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't want to do this. I, 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 ho- I hope so, because you setting me up like that, if I don't, it's going to be really embarrassing. Well, I, 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 basically what I've done, because last week you challenged me, you know, it was uh, video game characters or wrestlers, right. female wrestlers. So I'm doing the same thing. So it's female wrestlers. Or Marvel comic book female characters. I'm probably going to smash this. That unless unless you go really obscure. But we'll I see. tried to not go like, oh wow, they mentioned this person's name in this one comic once. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. I tried not to do that. I tried to keep it with characters that weren't necessarily one offs, as far as I know. Yeah. Or she was a supporting character in Conan the Barbarian for six issues or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And I, and I will admit, other than maybe one of the ones I've got here that I picked for the Marvel characters to use, mm-hmm. I don't know where they come from. <laughs> okay. All right. that's, why, that's why I judged how I judged it. But I got okay. it from a list of like the top 200 female Marvel characters. Oh, okay. Again, okay. I have a feeling you're going to smash this. Uh, and I did try to go. These are all, at least all independent wrestlers. Okay. As the, the wrestlers are concerned. Okay. Okay. How, how, what are we doing? Best of five? What are we trying, five? What are we doing? I'm just going to, we're, we're just going to do five. Okay. And we'll see. Uh, I mean, I've got eight to pick okay. from. But, okay. That's kind of what uh, I did last week. Yeah. But we'll just go with five. Let's see. Let's go with the first one is going to be. Xiling. It's not a name that rings a bell. For clarification, Ling. if it helps, it's spelled um, Z-I-A-L-I-N-G. Okay. That does, that potentially could help. Okay. Um, L-I-N-G, you said. So Ling? Yes. Okay. I it's so similar to Zia Lee. That's why I picked this one. Yeah. <laughs> so similar to Zia Lee. Um but it's not anybody I've heard of. So I'm going 
to say, I'm still going to say it's a wrestler. It's a Marvel character. Is it? Okay. Yes. Don't know where it's from, but okay. it was in like the top 75. Okay. Um, looking up to see where she's from. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, you said ZIA. I'm, I could have gotten that wrong if I read it wrong when I was typing it down. It could be an X. Okay. Because when you said Z, that made me say, oh, it's not the one from Shang-Chi. Oh, so it is Shang-Chi. <laughs> that's all I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, well, you threw me off with your improper spelling. Okay. Well, we'll, uh, we'll just we'll, we'll, we'll leave that as a wash. Yeah. No, it's definitely Shaoling is how you would say that. Shaoling. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one. Let's go. Lufisto. Lufisto is a wrestler. Yes. For CZW, IWA Mid-South, and Shimmer. Yes. And a interesting bit of trivia, she wrestled in an intergender match and beat Kevin Owens. <laughs> oh, all right. In IWA Mid-South. Okay. All right. So, boom. One on the board for you there. Let's go next with... Nicole Matthews. Wrestler. Correct for Shimmer. Very nice, sir. Very nice. Very nice. Um, hmm. Let's go with Molly Hayes. From the Runaways in Marvel. Very nice. See, I knew you were going to smash this. <laughs> um... Nixon Newell. Uh, a wrestler. We know her better as somebody else. Ah, and who is that? Uh, she was just let go. Yep. She was Shotzi's tag team partner. Yep. <laughs> so, Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox, right. So I was trying to sneak a real name in there and see if you uh, <laughs> But yeah. she went by Nixon Newell in WCPW, so. Yeah, and uh, other independents, too. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And... Let's see. I'll just go through the ones I have because, like I say, you're killing it. Uh, Nico Minoru. Oh, that is absolutely Marvel. Ah, very nice. Where yes. from? Uh, also from the Runaways. Oh, okay. Yeah. And how about last but not least, Namorita. Oh, definitely Marvel. Yes. Related to Namor the Submariner. Yeah. That was the one I knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But very cool. I just figured I would throw something like that together. It was fun last week. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. That was All fun. right. Well, let's jump in to some uh some of your math-based wrestling. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. That's right. <laughs> okay i i didn't know how long that was gonna go on i i I thought about playing the whole like minute and a half clip but i was like man we'll 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 pass it we're we're gonna go long enough Mm -hmm. um because this week tim we had 49 women's matches Woo! 49 for a total of 22,274 seconds that's six hours 56 minutes and 55 seconds of bell to bell women's wrestling that's an increase over last week of 79.2 percent watched a lot of women's wrestling this week wow the match average uh okay so the the 49 matches were 17 stardom 10 ladies night out we'll talk about that in a few minutes 10 aew 4 nxt 3 nxt uk 
only two WWE, two Ring of Honor, and one Impact. Uh, the Impact was an old match. Uh, they actually didn't have a regular episode last week, so uh, but they, they've got a little bit going on this weekend. And also, nothing from NWA. Um, th- they had their season finale last week, so I don't know what that really means for their regular weekly show in the immediate future. Hmm. Do, you know, do you know how that works? I do not. Okay. I they they not. have a pay-per-view this weekend, so we'll talk about them. We will be talking about them, even though they had no matches this week. Um, the match average, 7 minutes, 35 seconds, uh, up 6%, 6.0%, so up hey, a little bit. Gains are um, gains. Yep. Um, we had a fair number of long matches, but we also had a bunch of short matches, especially on dark and dark elevation to, to kind of drag that average down. But the longest was Utami Hayashishita defending the World of Stardom Championship at Tokyo Super Wars against Micah, 23 minutes, 43 seconds. And then the shortest, Layla Hirsch versus Sahara 7 on dark, 1 minute, 30 seconds. Ooh, yeah. AW reclaims. Yeah. The shortest match crown. Yes. And uh, that was my, I'd never seen Sahara seven until this week. And I saw her wrestle twice. This wow. Week. Yeah. That was the second time I'd seen her. I'm going to talk about her in a little bit, but yeah, that's the math based wrestling for week six of positively wrestling evolved. Very, very cool. Thank you, sir. Uh, let's jump in uh, as of course, uh, just so a little rundown, we're going to talk some SmackDown. We're going to talk about Ladies Night Out 11. We're going to talk about that upcoming NWA Hard Times 2 show. Uh, Tokyo Super Wars results coming up. Uh, we also have uh, AEW results, uh, some AEW superstar news. Um, and then we've got NXT, NXT UK, and of course, Raw to round things out. So jumping into SmackDown, let's get right into it. We had Charlotte and Tony having a little bit of a, a face-off. A confrontation. A confrontation. Um, and because WWE just can't help but be WWE, of course, there was a Thanksgiving match earlier kind of thing. Yeah. And so that With stuff was still around and, yeah. ringside. Right. And um, Charlotte pie faces Tony. Twice. Twice. And Tony did absolutely nothing. She just stood there and took it. I did not like this. No. Now, it didn't go in the direction I was afraid it was going to, which was an all-out food fight. Like, I didn't want that either. That would have been too silly for Tony Storm and Charlotte to do. That's not who they are. So I'm glad we didn't go there. But I, I didn't want Tony to throw a pie at Charlotte. I wanted Tony to punch Charlotte in the face. Yeah. Like, wh- wh- why did she just, ta- are you trying to get, what are they trying to do? Are they trying to get her over as? Well, I mean, first of all, I, I, I really didn't like it because this is almost copy and paste what they did with Becky and Liv. Because Charlotte was running her down, uh, trying to embarrass her and he hits her with the pie. She doesn't do anything. And it's like, okay, is she going to cry? Is she going to attack? What's going on? That same kind of antagonizing her kind of in the same way. Only they didn't let Liv fight back. They had Liv just sit there and take it. And then I guess after the fact, uh, I don't know if it was on Smack Talk or just a Talk, you know, talking smack or talking smack. <laughs> smack smack talk. talk. Yeah. Uh, talking <laughs> smack or um, that fits better on a shirt. It's true. Uh, or if it was like a YouTube WWE.com exclusive, 
where she was like, she tried to embarrass me, but you can't embarrass me. I don't get embarrassed anymore. I was like, that doesn't make that better. No, she's trying her best with what they gave her. But yeah, it's not her fault. Not Tony's fault at all. No, not at all. No, I'm talking about the booking and the writing is just this match could be tremendous like when this match happens they give them 15 minutes or more it's going to blow your minds if you if you haven't seen tony storm really go just wait hopefully you get to (laughs) we can't promise that but hopefully um but this tony needed to do something yeah anything anything but just stand there and take well no not any i I didn't want a food fight anything besides an all-out food fight tony needed to do and and that's not what happened and uh, we'll see what happens this week but now they're trying to make up for what they did last week instead of continuing on with something strong and something that makes tony look like you know she might actually win this thing yeah so uh booking very weak in, in this program so far again tonight hopefully we get a course correct but damage may have already been done for this one i don't know but uh, fingers crossed, though, because Tony is tremendous and definitely deserves to have a good showing as Charlotte. Because like, like you say, this could be a four-star, five-star match yeah. easily, easily, if they give them the time. Uh, Sasha and Naomi uh, taking on Shayna and Natalia, picking up a win, uh, still furthering the Sonya storyline, and now bringing Sasha into it, it seems like. Yeah. The, the authority struggle. Um I don't hate it. I like it. Yeah, it looks like Sasha and Naomi are kind of rejoining forces again. Yeah. It's been a while since it has they've been, been on the same team. Yeah. Um, but Sonia threw the boss in Sasha's face, calling herself the boss instead of calling Sasha the boss. There's something there. I suggested years ago that they do that with Sasha and Stephanie. Yeah. Um, so this is like that to a smaller degree, but a degree that could end in a better wrestling match. True. Yeah. And you can you can kind of you can even get a couple matches out of this because you could get a tag team match with Naomi and Sasha versus uh, Sonya and like Shayna. Yep, makes sense. Perfect. And, Perfect and then sense. and then maybe a Sasha uh, Sonya match. Right. And of course Naomi Sonya, we need that at some point. Yeah, that's gotta point. happen. Yeah, gotta have that. Or maybe maybe you have that first, and maybe Sonya gets the victory. Would suck for Naomi. It would. I really want to see Naomi go over in the end of this. Thing. Yeah. I yeah. hate to have her be the scapegoat, so yeah. to speak, in the situation. Um, this was but, a good match. This was, they got some time yeah. too. They got over 10 minutes. Yeah, no, this was, they, I, I, I'm actually going to give uh, WWE props and we'll talk about it later. We get to Raw. They gave the women ample time in the ring. Yeah. Now we only week. got one match on each show. That okay, no, that's but, fair. That's fair, but at least they made the most of it. Yes, but we got two segments on each show. Yes, one. Yes. Well, I mean, more than two segments, really, because the matches spilled over into multiple segments. But we had one women's match on SmackDown, one women's match on Raw, but we also had additional segments featuring the women. Yes, yes. Yeah. So pretty good, pretty good week, I think. Yes, for WWE, no, the women. I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to see where else we go with this with this program with uh, Sonia, Sasha, and Naomi. Um, let's move on to uh, some Ladies Night Out, number 11. Um, like I say, we try to cover as much women's wrestling as we can, and we kind of um, discovered this uh, when going, you know, for um, uh, Thunder Rosa's uh, independent wrestling organization, uh, Mission, Mission Pro. Pro. Yeah, now this wasn't a Mission Pro show, but they are 
related. She was on this show. Right. Um, this is its own kind of separate little independent women's promotion. Little. I don't. That sounds demeaning or something. I don't mean to, to do that. But uh, it, you know, it's not. It's not a huge promotion. But they did have. This was in Winston Salem, North Carolina. Could have gone. Yeah. If, if we'd have known about it earlier. <laughs> right. And been able to make plans. Could have easily gone. Uh, tickets were not expensive. Um, but there were three or four hundred people there, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a fun show. It was a packed, uh, packed card. There were like 10 matches on the card. I'm not going to go through all of them, but the opener, um, was the Renegade twins, Charlotte and Robin versus La Rosa Negra and Sahara seven. I told you I'd never seen Sahara seven before. Yeah. Uh, and this is the first time that I saw Sahara seven. La Rosa Negra, I am familiar with. You probably are too. You know La Rosa Negra? Yes, yes. I've yeah. heard of La Rosa Negra. Yeah, and then the Renegade Twins I had not seen. I really liked this match. I mean, it wasn't... It, I had the feeling, watching this match, of watching the old WWF house shows from Madison Square Garden, Boston Garden, stuff like that. Because it was just a straight-up tag team match. No, no frills. It was solid work. It went eight minutes and change, so it wasn't too long and it wasn't too short. We had a clear winner in the Renegade Twins. And everybody worked really well and it was just solid wrestling. Excellent. I, I, most people probably wouldn't say this was the best match on the show. Nothing wrong with it, but there were a couple of other more dramatic matches, more exciting matches, but it might've been my favorite on the show, even if it wasn't the best. I, I don't know. Something about it made me feel nostalgic oh, just okay. in the way it was delivered. So I really liked the show and I was impressed with everybody in it. Uh, Sahara Seven, first time I saw her, like I said, she impressed me. The Renegade Twins impressed me. Yeah, this was good. So we started off good. Lots of familiar names on this show. Next up, we had Lady Frost versus Alicia Edwards. Both of them Impact stars. Yep. Uh, didn't go too long. Went six minutes flat. With Lady Frost getting the win there. Um, but it was it was solid. I mean, nothing on the show was bad. Um, we had Diamante winning a, a fatal four way with Freya the Slayer, who is gigantic well at least it looked to me well over six feet tall maybe she just looked taller because she was maybe the other women aren't particularly tall and they made her look taller but yeah she's a large large human being um just a huge frame really tall and yeah uh so diamante freya the slayer and that's spelled s-l-a-y-a that's slayer slayer yeah. Uh, Amber, <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, Amber Nova, who we saw uh, recently on Shine mm-hmm. uh, and Colby Max, who is new. She's young. She's 18. She's just learning a um, little green, but she did pretty well for herself out there for the most part. And Diamante gets the win. Um, they mentioned, now I'm going to forget who the four were. I'll come back to it. I'll see if I can think of it. But after that was Jordan Grace and Kiara Hogan. This is kind of the match that sold me yeah. on, on the whole thing. Cause I love both of them. They're two of my favorites right now. Uh, pretty, pretty simple, straightforward match. It went uh, six minutes, 19 seconds, six, one, nine. Um, I was hoping for more. I wanted it to go longer. Like to me, this was like the co-main event. I thought it should have been. Um, I mean, they're two big names. Yeah. Like well-known nationally, worldwide, maybe even. Um, Jordan gets the win. Uh, it was good while it lasted, as it, of course, with these two. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so that was good. 
oh yeah they were talking about a fatal four-way at the last show that was between get, listen to this I, I i've got to go back and watch this match it was the main event of their their last show it was diamante kiera hogan um ivelisse velez and miranda alizé wow <laughs> i'm like holy crap what <laughs> that is one heck of a match lineup I mean, right wow yeah so that was the main event of ladies night out 10 according to the commentary if i heard wow. it right yeah so that's one i'm gonna have to go back and watch because man yeah outside suggestion we kind of stumbled upon title match network i think it's title called. match network is where this is yeah yeah check it out um i mean if you've got the spare coin to put into it man what 10 bucks a month 10 bucks a month yeah uh, and they got some tremendous uh, backlog of some independent wrestling that is yeah. pretty awesome. And lot, if you like women's wrestling, they've got a lot of it on there, including uh, Thunder Rosa's promotion, Mission Pro. Mission Pro. So we'll be covering Mission Pro as they do more shows coming up. They've got one in two weeks. Uh, yeah, a week from Saturday. From Saturday. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so we'll definitely be talking about that. But yeah, that that's one match you've got to go back and watch. But on this show, we continued on with Genocide versus Jamie Senegal. Jamie Senegal is the daughter of Daphne. Yeah. Um, this went four minutes, 59 seconds with Genocide getting the win there. Solid match. Mercedes Martinez taking on Vipress. I had heard of Vipress. I had not seen Vipress until this show, and I was impressed here. This was a, a good match. Went about seven and a half minutes. Mercedes gets the win. Uh, she was really over with the crowd. Crowd loved her. Uh, Vipress was a, a good heel. Too. played a good heel on this very charismatic um so yeah i think we'll see more of her i think she's gonna she's gonna be uh on the big stage at some point i feel like if nothing goes horribly wrong we had a tag match with ella envy and kenzie page against dream girl ellie and riley rocket kenzie page was the only one i knew going into this match uh it was good uh a little short four minutes 48 seconds uh, with Ella Envy and Kinsey Page getting the win there. And then we had Kylan King taking on Thunder Rosa. Ah. Uh, two pretty well known. I think Thunder Rosa is, you know, very well known. Uh, yes. Kylan King is pretty well known too. She was on AEW this week. Um, and this went 16 minutes, 33 seconds. This, they got they got some time and Thunder Rosa getting the win there. And then getting on the mic after and uh, thanking the, the audience for supporting women's wrestling and talking about how many people they had at the show and that uh, it's just going to get better and better from here. And I, I really liked hearing her talk and you can tell how appreciative she was and is of, of the people that support women's wrestling and that uh, she, she's really working hard to increase its, its uh, uh, what's the word I'm going for presence yes. in the, in the world of wrestling. And uh, I really liked it. And I really appreciate what, what she's doing because she is doing a lot to help. Uh, women's wrestling we had uh the woad woad the woad the weapon of ass destruction uh thick thigh and one wait one eyed and thick thigh one eyed and thick thigh one eyed and thick thigh taking on savannah evans from impact uh so again uh, savannah evans is probably a little better known than the woad at this point but give her time yep give her time um savannah evans does get the win in a little under nine minutes here and then the main event of the show for the Ladies Night Out Championship, championed champion Ivelisse Velez against Chelsea Green. Ah. And this was this was good. It went 11 minutes, 59 seconds. Couldn't quite hit that 12-minute mark. Make it easy on me when I'm calculating. Um, <laughs> but uh, Ivelisse 
wins. She is the first and so far only Ladies Night Out champion. She's mm-hmm. had that championship for about two years wow. at this point. Yeah. Um, there was a little funny business as Diamante came out. Looked like Chelsea Green had the win. Diamante came and pulled the referee out before he could complete the three count. I'm not uh. really sure why that was under disqualification, but it wasn't for whatever reason. And then Ivelisse uses the distraction to, to get the, the win on Chelsea. Chelsea went uh, uh, full on into her character in the hot mess in the nice. middle of the match. Yeah. Very um, nice. So they threw some character in there. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this show and seeing all these women. And I enjoyed getting more, more familiar with who they are and seeing them pop up in all the different places. It's kind of a cool landscape right now where basically anyone from any promotion except WWE slash NXT can show up anywhere. It yeah. feels like. Um, and that's really cool. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I, what I really love is it, it's almost like history repeats itself when you take WWE out of the equation. Cause they're their own kind of separate thing right. with the way it's they exclusive run exclusive contracts and all that. Yeah. Right. The way they run their operations, uh, everybody else, including AEW, because they're always shifting people in and out as well. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like the old territory days. Yeah. Which is so cool. Um, it gives people uh, a better chance for more exposure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, to kind it gives of cl- fans more opportunity to see their favorites in person. Yeah. And I mean, hey, jobs are jobs. It gives people work. Yeah. And that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. No mascaris, uh, though. Yeah. No, no, yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. But yeah, that's, it's really cool. And uh, I'm really excited to have title match network. Now uh, I'm going to go back and watch ladies night. Just haven't, didn't have time to squeeze it in this week. Um, but definitely going forward, I'm excited to be covering more stuff that they'll have available to us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the idea that, you know, just because, you know, whoever Riho is in AEW and, mickey james is in whichever the three promotions she's actually officially signed with i have no idea yeah. it, it doesn't mean we can't see mickey james against Riho somewhere like yeah i i love the idea that we can see uh potential dream matches just crossing our fingers that they're not on dark and running a minute and a half yeah <laughs> yeah i'd almost want those it'd almost be more advantageous for them to be on more of an independent show yeah, absolutely they get more time yep um yep. and they're all treated like stars Yes. Everybody in the show. Nobody's treated like a, a jobber, if you want to use that word. I'm not a fan of that word, but it's kind of how it feels sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so awesome. Cool. Uh, let's talk about a show coming up this weekend. NWA have their uh, next paper. You probably their last one of the of the year. Oh, definitely. Yep. For um, sure. NWA Hard Times Two. Um, lots of great matches on this card. Of course, they got three women's matches for us. Yeah, um, we've got a triple threat tag team title match, uh, which pits the Hex versus Kylie Ray and Tootie Lynn versus Natalia Markova and Lady Frost. This should be great. Yes, that again, when you on paper, you look at the names in this match. It's like, OK, yeah, I'm in totally in. Yeah. Um, and two months ago, I would have been familiar with like two of these women. Yeah. And now I know who all of them are. I love it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, 
respect grudge match, whatever you want to call it. Mickey James, Kiara Hogan going one-on-one. That is going to be tremendous. But it's not just a grudge match because it's for the Impact Women's Championship. Ah, the Impact. I, I did not realize that. Yes, it is the, the first time Kiara Hogan has had a shot at that at that title. Which um, And again, as we're talking about, it's being defended on an NWA pay-per-view. Right. Right. Well, and, awesome. you know, they, they had a match. We talked about it a few weeks mm-hmm. ago, um, uh, uh, more than uh, maybe a month ago on the Empower episode right. of NWA Power. And it was good. It was good. Mickey got the win, but it wasn't a dominant win. It was a, a reversal into a roll up. And so, um, yeah, we've got a rematch here and I'm really looking forward to this. I, I don't think much like I keep talking about how stardom is not going to, to, um, do anything that's going to take away Utami versus Shuri at the end of the year. I don't think impact's going to do anything. It's going to take away Mickey James versus Deanna Perrazzo in a, in a rematch for the championship. Yeah. So I, I fully expect Mickey to win this match. Yes. Um, but I, I hope they get a fair amount of time, uh, because I, I I feel like we have yet to really see what Kira Hogan can do. Yeah. I think she has a lot of untapped potential Yeah, uh, that she hasn't had a chance to show us yet. Um, and then we have for the NWA women's championship, Camille defending against Melina. Yeah. I, I think everybody listening knows who Melina is. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Melina against Camille, this should be good. I, I keep talking about Camille and how quickly she's won me over. Uh, she's really good. At, at what she does and so yeah uh this this should be I, again i don't i'm not expecting any mm, i was gonna say i'm not expecting any title changes i don't know about the tag match maybe but probably not i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say allison k and marty bell retain as well so i'm expecting a full clean sweep by the champions here but surprise me yes Tim, tim's taking a drink everyone. yes we love surprises <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking um, over there oh uh, just a monster are you sure? Yeah. All right. We'll see. We'll see how it continues to go. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. So NW hard times too, looking really good. Uh, I'm going to say Kylie Ray and Tootie Lynn win the championships, the tag championships. Why them? Um, just got a good feeling. <laughs> okay. All right. It's a gut feeling. All right. Um, I don't think it's Markova and Frost. Okay. Just because they're a little, they're kind of on loan. Markova seems busy. Yeah. She's, <laughs> like got, she's got a lot going on. She got four. I mean, hey, if she wants to be another belt collector. That's right. cool. But she's already got four. Right. Um, but at yeah. some point, like, you know, when you're going through the airport, man, like. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the another one. <laughs> yeah. Another one. You got you to gotta start leaving some of those at home. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but yeah, I think uh, Camille retains and Mickey retains respectively in their matches. Um, let's jump to some Tokyo Super War results from Stardom. Good show overall. Good show as always. Overall, um, maybe not didn't quite do as much to advance storylines as some other shows, but there was some storyline stuff, and there, as always, there was some good action. Um, so we had the the opening match was for the Future Stardom Championship with champion Ruaka defending against, uh, so Oedo ties Ruaka defending against um, Waka Skiyama from Cosmic Angels and Mai Sakurai also from Cosmic Angels. Uh, short, short match, at least for Stardom, four minutes, 50 seconds uh, with Ruaka retaining and getting the win, which I expected. 
Then we had uh, Momo Watanabe and Azumi against Unagi Sayaka and Lady C. Uh, yeah, if Lady C is in there, she's probably losing. So <laughs> I, I was right. Momo and Azumi gets the win. I'm going to come back to, to Momo here in a few minutes. But solid match. Still went almost 10 minutes, uh, despite being a bit of a foregone conclusion there. We had Stars taking on Oedo Tai in a six-woman tag. Mayu Watani, Hazuki, and Hanan defeating Hukigen Death, Saki Kashima, and Rina. Pretty predictable, especially with Rina over there. Um, the best part, Hazuki got the win, which means we got to hear her music. <laughs> Love her music. High Speed Championship, Starlight Kid defending against Kaguma. This was good. I thought it would be a little longer. It was about eight and a half minutes. I thought they might get over 10, but... Uh, these two really just know what they're doing when it comes to this this sort of match. And Starlight Kid does get the win, uh, as as predicted. But yeah, it was good. These two work very, very well together. Then we had the UWF rules match between Shuri and Konami for the SWA championship and for Shuri's shot at Utami or whoever the champion is on December 29th. So the UWF rules... So they each started with five points and you lose points by doing certain things like by using a rope to break a submission or so I, I couldn't quite necessarily always make out what was causing points to be lost, but that was one of them. Um, and so you lose the match either by losing all your points or by tapping out. That's it. There are no pinfalls. Okay. So that that's how it worked. It was basically like a an MMA type shoot fight sort okay. of thing. Um now Konami has some MMA experience. Shuri was in the UFC. So she's definitely got some MMA experience. So this worked. This this was fun and it was something different. Um they didn't really do anything to convince me that Shuri wasn't going to win and she did win. They tried. Uh Konami was up. Uh, three points to one at one point um so they they tried but uh, i mean come on (laughs) we're getting utami and shori we just are yeah but it was good and it was 13 minutes and yeah this was a lot of fun we had the wonder of stardom championship champion tom nakano defending against fellow cosmic angel mina shirakawa i loved this match this mina did a whole new thing. She came out with new hair. She came out with new hair color. She came out with different makeup and she was like a different character. She, she wasn't the happy Mina. She was, I mean, business Mina. She was, I'm going to show you Tom that I'm as good as you. And that did convince me, not convince me, but make me wonder if they were going to do a title change. Mm. They didn't. In a, but it went a good 17 minutes, 15 seconds. It was excellent, excellent, excellent storytelling. Um, at one point, Mina is, she, she's got Tom in the corner. She's got Tom by both sides of her head, by the hair, and is just ramming the back of Tom's head into the turnbuckles uh-huh. until Tom slumps in the corner. And it was just exceedingly violent for Mina Shirakawa. Like, we, we haven't seen that side from her and tom at that point just kind of looks at her like what are you doing like Uh, why are you doing this is the belt worth more than our friendship why are you doing this and at that point in the match tom refused to hit her back 
and Mina was hitting and then she pulled Tom out to the middle of the ring and started trying to initiate like a forearm exchange back and forth forearms and Tom wouldn't go for it. Wow. Um, and she was just looking at her like, why, why are you doing this? And Mina just kind of started to get frustrated and started to feel bad about it and look sad. And then, <laughs> and then Tom decides, okay, now we're going to fight. <laughs> so it was almost like a setup kind of, there was one point later in the match where Tom's down she's looking, she's looking rough. Like it could be over Mina standing over her rears back to slap her and then stops right before she makes contact. Like she's had second thoughts, like, what am I doing here? And then Tom slaps her and that initiates the final sequence. And the final sequence I love, because we talk all the time about people kicking out of finishers and how overdone that is and how it should be more about, who's going to hit their finisher. Cause once they do, it's over. And that's exactly what this final sequence was. It was them switching back and forth, looking like they were about to hit their finisher until Tom finally does and gets the win. Um, it was, it was everything I love. It was everything I love. Um, they did reunite after the match. They, Tom wanted a handshake. Mina knocked her hand away and gave her a hug instead. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, we heard that before this match, Mina is injured. She came Ooh. in for this match, and now she's going to be out for a little while. Don't know how long, um, but Mina's going to be gone for a little while. But uh, this is why I love Tom Nakano. Uh, she puts extra into everything that she does. It's not just about the moves with Tom Nakano. It's about the story. It's about the character. Um, there, there was an article shared with me by my friend mark you know yeah um on what culture where they were doing a top 10 of i'm gonna pull it up here so i get this right a top 10 list of the hold on it is 10 wild outside bets to win wrestler of the year 2022 and uh number five was actually not tom it was momo wow um so momo but uh, and this was written by andy murray um not the tennis player unfortunately although I would like that crossover. Um, But some of the things he said here, just, it made me say, oh, thank you. Like somebody else sees this. Um, So he was talking about Shuri and Julia and Utami um, having such a good year. And then he refers to Tom Nakano as quietly the best wrestler in stardom. Um, But then goes on to say that Momo is just as talented, but it's just kind of slipped through the cracks because of all these other people that have come in. Mm -hmm. Um, and that if she's given the chance, we'll be talking about Momo again, and that she could very well have the same kind of year that those have had. Um, and I just, I, I love that because it's not me being biased. I don't just, you know, I'm not cheering on Tom and Momo because I think they're hot or something like they deliver in the ring exactly what I look for, which is good action, but also good story and good character. And they're as good at that as anybody. And this match was perfect. And then Mina I'm, I'm at this point, I'm just gushing, <laughs> but that's all right. But Mina and Unagi, I've seen them grow in that regard from spending the last year around Tom Nakano. And both of them have grown so much in the last year just from being with her. And it just says something about Tom uh, and Momo's the same coming back to Momo, but uh, Utami and Haya- Utami Hayashista versus Micah was the main event for the World of Stardom Championship. And this was solid too. Uh, again, a foregone conclusion though. And so I had trouble really investing in it because I knew there's no way Micah's winning this match. Um, but it was still very, very well worked and very well done. And it was the longest match of the week at 23 minutes and 43 seconds. But Utami does get 
the the uh, predictable but fun win. And Micah stepped up and showed that she can deliver too. And uh, yeah, so good pay-per-view. And uh, we've got uh, Tokyo's, uh, not Tokyo, but we've got uh, Osaka Super Wars coming up in a couple of weeks. And we've talked already about how they're going to do the unit wars, like a unit tournament. Still haven't figured out exactly how that's going to work. But the big match, at least that we know of, is Queen's Quest and Oedo Tai, the all-out war where the loser, the last one eliminated, joins, join the other team. joins the other the other unit. But we've got another wrinkle added to it. Ooh. Now, if Starlight Kid is the last one eliminated and has to join Queen's Quest, she has to unmask. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I caught that tweet, like I was at work or something, and I saw that tweet and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, why introduce that if at least it's not going to be teased, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if they'll go through with it. And again, she's been, Starlight has been so good in Oedo Tai and as a heel. Um, she has to come down to the final two, if not the final one on that. I, side. I would. I would think so. Why introduce it otherwise? If yeah. she's not, if she's not the last one on her team. Um, but it does seem like sometimes stardom kind of throws these things out there and then doesn't really follow up on them. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I, I, I mean, that's going to be, yeah, that's going to be on a Saturday. I don't really have anything else to do. I might watch that live. We'll see what time it airs. If it airs at a midnight, I, I will probably almost certainly watch it live if it's midnight on the East Coast. If it's yeah. something like two in the morning or something, I don't know. That's a little too late to stay up and too early to get up. But yeah, that's a well, tough one. It's a tough one. So like this one was 2 a.m. for, for the East Coast. Um, so we'll see. But we do have that big show coming up on the 29th where we do have Utami defending against Shuri. And then we've got, uh, I don't know what else, but if if it was me, I would have Momo versus Starlight and I would also have Tom versus Mayu because those are like the three big feuds from this year that we really don't have any, any closure on, on any of them. So I think those would be my top three matches on that show, but we'll see what we get. Yeah. Um, yeah. It sounds crazy that they added that stipulation. I'm just yeah. <laughs> Mm. yeah mm. i'm really excited i'm really excited for that match i'm far more excited for that match than anything else really it, and yeah is it, a, is it a a 10 woman tag i think it's eight eight woman tag elimination yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if they go up four one and starlight's the last one and then she runs through the entire team which is possible if they do the over the top elimination route yeah which they've done for the other matches like this so i um it's not out of the realm of possibility. So we'll, we'll see. I'm very excited. For I'm excited for this and I'm excited for, for Liv and, and, and Becky. Those are my two big matches that I'm looking forward to right now. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's come back over to the U S side of things and talk about some AEW. Uh, we've got the uh, TBS tournament in full swing. And on rampage, we had uh, Thunder Rosa taking on Jamie Hayter and Thunder Rosa advancing taking down Jamie Hayter almost because of Britt Baker. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, kind of costing her the match, uh, maybe sowing a few seeds of dissension in their little group. Um, this was good though. Yeah, no, this was great. This was great. Um, 
We had a really? lot of good women's matches this week. A lot. Yes. There's very there, there aren't a lot where I was like, eh, you know, unless it was a time thing, really. Right. That, that's really the only thing. But the, the women that got time delivered. Yeah, gave All lots week. of good quality. Good yeah. quality. Um, yeah, Rosa advancing over Hater, so she's going forward to face um Nyla Rose, I believe. Yes. In the next uh next uh part of the tournament. Uh and then also on Rampage. Wait, is I, it or is it Ruby and Nyla? It's Ruby and Nyla and it's Thunder and Jade Cargill. Yes, yes, I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Thunder Rosa, Jade Cargill, Ruby, and Nyla. Of course, we'll be talking about Ruby here in a little bit with her match with Statlander. Just a second. Uh, but uh AEW, Tony Khan, he must be listening to the show. He has to be. Because we've been saying Riho needs to get featured more and boom, they have a storyline that they pulled from the Battle Royal. She was never eliminated, so she gets to take on Britt Baker. And if she wins, she then gets a title shot against Britt Baker. So we had Rio and Britt on Rampage, and Rio picks up the victory. A um, rare loss for Britt Baker. Yes, yes. But, but the second one this year, besides the Thunder Rosa one, I think? I think so, yeah. I think yeah, that's it. That's Unless crazy. there's like a weird... Well, as far as solo matches, yes, right, definitely. Right, right, right. Solo, this is the only two. Um, I don't expect Riho to take the belt off of her. No. Um, but We don't this, even know when this match is. Yeah. Uh, maybe winter is coming. Maybe. Since that Seems is like a good place. Yeah. Here in about two weeks here. Yeah. Uh, winter is coming is coming. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I think this is going to be, I mean, it was a great match. It was. Yeah. If, it's going to be another great match. I feel when yep. they when they clash for the title. Did we know why? Why hadn't we heard people talking about Riho never being eliminated from that? Well, it seems like I guess when it happened, there were some people that had mentioned it, but then they didn't mention it on TV, and it was like, and then Rio was kind of wrestling on dark, and nobody even the commentators there weren't really talking about it and then they kind of pull up this thing and they show footage like oh well wait a second they've reviewed the footage and it's like okay <laughs> I mean, at least they gave us a little How many weeks later <laughs> yeah at least they kind of put some backstory into it right and, you know and they found a reason to do it which was great um i'm not dissatisfied by the result i'll take this every day of the week rio yeah. and brit yes yep yes 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 um and then we'll talk about uh jumping over to um dynamite from this week uh like you said ruby took on chris statlander and uh, another good match it was uh really liked it uh one there was at least one instance where it's like mm, the match probably should have been over there because that count was just mm, i don't know <laughs> a little too close <laughs> like 2.9999999 repeating yeah <laughs> um but yeah, but uh, uh, Ruby Soho, of course, advancing over Statlander. She and... had to. She had to. It's like we were talking about last week. If she didn't, then none of the women who won their first round matches would have advanced beyond that first round. Yeah. Um, plus, I mean, you, you bring her in. It's like, you don't, you're trying, it seems like you're putting some steam behind her. It would have mm-hmm. just killed the steam if she lost. Yeah. Um, and I love Statlander. It, it there was a time when it felt like Statlander was going to be like there they were going to build a division around her yeah like and back it's in the not early to days. say that they can't right but 
even better now you have several women mm-hmm. it's almost like because of course with like the cm punk mjf stuff that's been going on the great promos and stuff Britt baker's name has been invoked right and one of the great lines from that first promo off with uh punk and and, and maxwell was you know he's not even one of the four pillars anymore he's been replaced by Britt baker but it seems like they're going to have their own four pillars in the women's division ah. to build around because like say the talent is there. I mean, you think Statlander Baker Ruby, if she pans out better, Jade, you got thunder. I mean, they have a tremendous women's division. They just have to utilize it better, which they're, they're getting there very slowly, very slowly, <laughs> but they are getting there. Um, but yeah, so excited uh, for Ruby versus Nyla. Uh, and of course, Jade versus Thunder Rosa. And uh, maybe, I mean, it's possible this, you know, the finals could take place at Winter is Coming as well. Next week. Good. It could, well, but next week, though, they don't have any, uh, on, on Dynamite, they don't have a tournament match. We have oh. Jamie Hayter versus Riho. Mm. I mean, they haven't announced a tournament match, but yeah. if if they're following their pattern, then that's the only women's match we're going to get. I actually thought because I before I watched Dynamite on Wednesday, um, I watched it a little later in the night. I didn't watch it live. Um, I caught a tweet saying Riho versus versus Jamie Hader, and I I thought it was happening on this episode. Mm. And, and I was blown away because I knew we already had a title, a, a tournament match. Yeah. Like, Whoa, we get two women's matches and nope, nope. nope. <laughs> I was so wrong. Yeah. So unless they, they surprise us, maybe not. So maybe they are going to wait and, you know, just let the finals play out on the first night on TBS. Yeah. It the, looking more and more likely that that could happen. Cause that's, that's now just a month away. Yeah. We're not that far away. So they can, can stretch do, it out one match next week maybe on rampage and then maybe one other i guess maybe one match on the following rampage if you're not going to put it on winter is coming mm-hmm. uh then you wait a couple weeks and then boom or on. do both semifinals on winter is coming oh yeah or you could do that yeah and then build a little bit to the final create some tension between the two people in the final and yeah. do it on the tbs debut there you go that would but totally that, again, work. that would require them to have two women's matches on that episode of Dynamite. Uh, well, potentially three if we get Riho versus Britt at Winter. That's right. That's right. So I have to wait and see. Yep. Uh, but also some news. Uh, someone we haven't seen really this year at all uh, was heavily featured in AEW, even in feuds with Britt Baker. Britt. Yep. Uh, Big Swole. Yep. Uh, and has made a mutual decision. You know, not being let go, not being fired, nothing like that. Just choosing not to renew the contract. Um, so she will be leaving AEW. Uh, and she's got, you know, some personal stuff going on that she's working through. And uh, from a physical standpoint, because I didn't realize this, um, I think she has Crohn's disease. Yeah. And uh, I don't even, you know, to go out there and, and do the performances that she had while having this disease. Right. Amazing. Um, but uh, all the best wishes to big swole. Yeah. You know, hope everything turns out the way you want it to. And, you know, when you come back, if you come back, you know, come back strong. I like big swole. Yeah. I, we'll see her. We'll see her somewhere. Oh yes. Um, and she's, uh, 
who is it she's is it married to or just dating i can't remember um, oh yeah she's married to i think he's an impact rich swan no that's maybe was it swan might have been maybe it is cedric it's cedric oh said no cedric alexander yeah yeah, yeah yeah um so best wishes to them hope everything's going great and everything turns out all right um let's jump over to nxt uk <laughs> and of course isla dawn and Aaliyah james how'd this turn out well the previous week isla dawn had attacked Aaliyah james backstage and stole her hair ribbon and she has been taking you know souvenirs from different people in the, repo, in the, repo, in the repo, division <laughs> right <laughs> and so now they had this was on last week's because you know we recorded early last week recorded early last week so they uh they had the one-on-one match isla dawn Aaliyah james isla dawn does get the win and then returns the hair ribbon now isla dawn's character has always been a little on the supernatural side so the implication here is that she's taking these souvenirs from people and putting some sort of spell or hex on them or whatever and using that to beat them in a match and then she has no need of their souvenir anymore so she gives it back so i'm curious to see yeah kind of a voodoo type thing some papa shango right how how far will they take this will they take this all the way to a a championship match or or Mm. will somebody stop her along the way or what it's something different interesting i kind of i kind of like it although i don't like seeing leah james lose matches she's Ah. she's my number one over there but yeah it was interesting cool yeah cool uh of course uh we also had zaya brookside kind of winding her way into a title match yeah last week and of course that match was this week we watched it just before coming on to record Mm -hmm. um i love the match i thought it was great yeah it was it was um, Mako Satamora. Yeah, with Mako getting the win. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a good a good spotlight on Zaya Brookside. I've been a fan of hers for a while too. And it's nice to see her doing something other than the plucky face. Because that's what she had been this whole time, is just the plucky face. And now she's yeah. getting to show some character. She's got this heel side to her, this whiny, bratty, baby, daddy's girl type um just whining to robbie brookside to 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 get whatever she wants and she got a title match here um i wondered a little bit if she would win it um but blair davenport i think is 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 pretty much going to be the next nxt uk women's champion which Um, uh we're gonna have to wait a little while for because after the match obviously uh they had an interview segment backstage and meko said she's going to be gone for a few weeks she's going back to japan mm -hmm. for a little while um but uh uh and i I still want to call her b Priestley. uh blair davenport blair davenport yep uh challenged um oh who was it mako's friend uh (laughs) um oh uh the yeah names ah, that's escaping (sighs) me but challenging her uh for next week for a match obviously uh, that way they can kind of stretch it out a little while before we get that eventual mako blair showdown right right but um, um but yeah uh i i think mako and blair davenport's going to be tremendous but yeah i liked uh, i liked zaya brookside and the 
the character nuances in there too. I thought that was really good. Yeah. And it, it's very similar because um, Aaliyah James is kind of a plucky face right now too, but she's, she's so good in the ring. It kind of doesn't matter. She can, she can carry that for a while and eventually we'll see something different from her too. Um, but yeah, I like this new side of, of side, Brookside, new, a new side to Brookside. Um, I like <laughs> it. I like it. And uh, I hope, I hope, she finally gets a little more of a spotlight on her. Yeah. Um, Jenny uh, is going to strive to restart her winning ways. How is she proposing to do that? Uh, well, she by winning a match. Um, <laughs> that's how you start. That's how you start. That's exactly how you start. Um, yeah, so that's what she did. She got a quick win over Angel Hayes, two, two minutes, 37 seconds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because she just had her, her match with Mako Setamore as well a couple of weeks ago. Excellent match. I think for my money, the best match Jenny's had. Um, and so she's kind of, but now she's coming off that loss. And, you know, what do you do? Now you, you've lost to the champion. Where do you go? Um, it's, a, it's a problem. It can be a problem for a character because the champion is as high as you get. And if you've gotten there and you lost what's left to, to, to shoot for what's left to build to. Yeah. Um, and especially in a women's division where they're not as featured, they don't have as many storylines going on. It seems like almost every storyline we see is built around a championship. Mm-hmm. So it's tough, but um, she's at least, you know, she was given a match and she won a match and, and she's talking about trying to rebuild um, and get herself back up to the top. So we'll see, but I was very impressed with her in her match with Miko Setamora a couple weeks ago. Excellent. Uh, let's jump over to regular NXT or NXT 2.0. Goodness. <laughs> I still wish it wasn't 2.0. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think they should call it regular NXT. Just, re- just call it or vanilla NXT. Come on, <laughs> something. It's not 2.0. Um, but of course we had the match between uh, Kaylee Ray and Dakota Kai for the advantage in the war games match coming up. And uh, this was tremendous. This was really, really good. Uh, Kaylee Ray, of course, picking up the win and the advantage for her team. Um, but yeah, I, they, I thought they killed they, it. They killed it. It was great. It, it was they were doing stuff that awesome. we, they were doing new stuff, stuff that we don't typically see or ever see in ladder matches. Yeah. And it, it wasn't more of the same. And I was impressed by Kaylee Ray because this whole time in NXT in her WWE run, she's been a heel. And this is the first time we've seen her kind of playing the, the face side of it. And I thought yeah. she did very well with it. I agree. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, and I mean, I, what can you say about Dakota Kai? I mean, right. There's a lot of people I think that sleep on how good Dakota really is. And she kind of shot. I think she shut a lot of people up during this match. Yes, she's fantastic. I think it was Absolutely her best match. Fantastic. Her best match, I think. Was it Danny Luna? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Danny Luna. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Wait. Danny. Yeah. Yeah. I had to think about what were you asking me for a second. Wait. wait. Oh, wait. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 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 That, that was challenged by Blair Davenport. Yeah. Yes. That was driving me crazy. I'm over here like, <laughs> ah. Yeah, I was like, where was Danny Luna in this match? What did I miss? <laughs> yeah, but yes, Kaylee Ray wins a war game advantage. War games this Sunday. Yes, who you got? War games. Oof. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no titles on the line, so I believe the faces the, are and, going to win. And see, I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> we can't use the, well, we think the faces or the heels are going to win the men's match because that's a weird freaking match the yeah. men's war game it's 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 old versus new which is weird like those teams make no sense but they also don't help because we can't say faces and heels in that match yeah so um trying to predict the women's match you said the faces yeah i i, I think uh uh, uh kaylee ray um EO, yeah. uh, uh, uh core jade and who am I missing? Um, I do not know who I'm missing. Um, I'm missing someone. Yes, because it's four and four. Zoe's and injured. Zoe's injured. Raquel, Raquel. Raquel, duh. Why? <laughs> shock. Thinking shock. Against D- Dakota and Toxic Attraction. Attraction. Yes. Yeah. Um, even though I, I'm a big fan of Toxic Attraction, I do believe the face is going to win this. Again, because there's no title on the line, so it doesn't isn't going to hurt the heels to lose here. Right. And I think uh this again, Kaylee Ray, I think you want to show her on the winning side. Okay. Right now to help build her. Okay. I'm gonna um, say the heels. I'm gonna go with the heels. To, okay. to, to continue building toxic attraction as a force. Okay. Oh, again, makes sense as well. Yeah. Makes sense I can see well. it either way. Yeah, I won't be shocked either way, but I'm looking forward to it. I think it's yes. I think it's gonna be great. Um all right. I, so I think I think Cora Jade's gonna be big. Yes, and that's an and and she's another factor into why I say the faces because her getting a big win on a pay-per-view also helps elevate her status mm-hmm. um and even though i hate to see it happen to her but because you know, the war games it's not elimination it's just the first pinfall once they're all in there right so i think dakota can take the pin yeah because you can still make toxic traction look really strong if none of them take the pin yeah um so yeah yeah that, uh, yeah. I, I, again, still going with faces, but I, I understand the the thought over the heels as well. So yeah, looking forward to it. It's gonna be good. But yeah, let's jump to Raw. Good stuff this week on Raw for the women. Yes, yes, very good stuff. Well, we have a, a contract signing uh, with Liv and Becky. I, I, I hate contract signings. <laughs> I just, generally do too, but I think this one was necessary to give Liv a chance to kind of to to fight back a little bit. Perfect. Yes, and I, and I like it because again, if it gets live in a segment, I'm all for it. Yeah, all for it. Um, you had Becky leaning more into the heel again, just because of uh, you know talking about the local sports team. Yep, running yep. down the local crowd, and it's working. She was not getting a lot of cheers this week. True. Now I do think they had a big misstep and backfire though here during this promo. Um, a couple reasons. Well, one is more. I just don't like that they did that. Uh, and that is invoking releases. Oh, yeah. That's part of the storyline. I think that, and especially since it's coming out that that pretty much came from McMahon or the yeah. direct writing team. And I'm like, yeah, no, I think that's, that's just in poor taste, especially because you're the company that released them. I think that's bad. Yeah. But that notwithstanding, I don't know that it really helped 
the Becky heel kind of sentiment by showing the emotional clip from after Survivor Series and her crying Mm -hmm. because I think that gives her sympathy. I saw it as Liv turning around the comment that Becky had made to her the previous week where Becky was saying, oh, you're going to cry, you're going to cry. So making fun of Liv for crying and then going on, oh, not going on, but having already cried herself, I saw it as outing Becky as a hypocrite. Mm, I did not see it that way, and I don't know that the majority of viewers will see it that way. Um, I, I, for me, it's too, because, you know, Becky's sitting there making fun of Liv and talking about her failures. And is that why she's going to cry? And Becky wins her match and is emotional because of it's her best friend. I think it's two different things. It is. I don't think most people are going to look that deeply into it though, but. I don't know. I just and it's just to me. I I yeah. I could have done if you do everything the same way and just don't have that clip and that little part. I still think it would have been fine. Yeah. Um, just Ultimately, with, I don't think it hurt anything because Becky was still getting booed and Liv was getting cheered. But we'll have to wait and see. But I am. We get this match next week. <laughs> yeah, I am yeah. a little bit disappointed that this is not being built for like day one. It, and it still could be. It depends on what happens next week. True, it could be a smudge finish. Yeah, and it leads to another match at day one. Yeah. Um. So that Liv is very could possible. win. Yeah. And then the rematch is at day one. Yeah, she could win, but not or she, and she could win and not win the title as well. Yeah. Via a DQ, a count out, whatever, or win uh, the title because I mean, or win the title. She's got a lot of crowd support, a lot of fan support. That's um, true. And it may be to give a feel-good moment. I don't know. Only Court to give us a feel-bad moment when she loses it back to Becky in a couple of weeks. Oh. Um, there are lots of ways it could go. But I, I, I also see what you're saying because I had the same thought that, oh, it, I mean, if this is the end of it, then that sucks. Yeah, I'm very disappointed if this is the end. And they're the like, blow off. Because they want to move to something else. Because I'm just like, right. uh, what? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, huh. I don't know. Um, But then uh, this, of course, led to a uh, five-on-five women's tag team match uh, with Team Liv versus Team Becky. And another way for them to kind of, you know, Becky as a heel because she has the heel team. Right. uh, Right. Liv in the faces. And uh, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was great. There was only, there was only one spot that kind of took me out of it that I didn't like, and that's when and they did it on both sides where there was one person in the ring and the entire opposing team oh. comes in the ring and circles them while the other team is not incapacitated they're just standing on the outside why would you yeah like didn't make any sense so and that's me nitpicking um, right but otherwise I thought it was awesome I thought they highlighted Dewdrop very well yep. I thought they highlighted. Um, uh, Dana Brooke, yeah, I thought was tremendous in this. Uh, Rhea looked really strong, Liv looked great. I mean, it really everybody looked really, really good in this match, yeah, yeah. I really they got time, they got almost 20 minutes. 20 minutes, I mean, come on. 
Um, so yeah, I thought it was tremendous and I really, really enjoyed what they did here. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was, yeah. Um, I, I was afraid it was going to end in like seven minutes or yeah. something like that. That was my fear. And it just kept going and it went through two commercial breaks. Yeah. The second commercial break, I was like, are we in another commercial? Did I miss the finish of the match? Right. Yeah. So yeah. Like, nope. So Yeah. And we could only have one women's match because they put the whole division in this one match. Yeah, that's it. That's all of them. (laughs) Right. That's that's the division. Uh, So unless someone, you know, wanted to do double duty, which, you know, they would have if they'd been asked to. And I'm sure they would have been happy about it. But of course, not typically what WWE is going to do. But they 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 we talk about it. Jim Ross talks about they maximize their minutes. All of them. It was great. Yes. yeah, I mean that's and that's pretty much everything that went down in the world of wrestling this week. Uh, now, before wrestling. we or women's wrestling, yes, uh, before we kind of get into our May Young Give Them a Hand awards for uh, the end of the show, uh, a few things. Just I'm curious, and these are spitball questions. Um, Ew. Yes, Do they uh, have to be spitball. Okay, I'm just firing them off the top of my head. How's that? Questions okay, off the top better. of my head. All right, uh, but. Uh, someone who we haven't seen, uh, who probably is geared and ready to come back pretty much at any time, Asuka. Do you think we see her before the end of the year? No, Rumble. Rumble? You think Rumble return? Okay, makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. And do you think Paige is coming back? ever or so uh, well I, a lot of people have that you know that rumble rumor but of course you know yeah, kind of like always every year right <laughs> he's coming back to wrestling yeah. uh so now i think that's the rumble with her that's going to be her replacement akeem think- akeem is coming back this year yes do you think she's going to be in the rumble this year <sighs> i've seen her hinting at the possibility of coming back um but i I think she wants to. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Um, but I also feel like we'd have more of a sense that it was about to happen. I'm going to say no. Okay. Cool. I don't know why, but those are just like random questions. It's like, yeah. let's throw them out there and get opinions. I, I kind of agree with you. I don't know that we see her this year. Yeah. I think she, I think she is going to make a comeback at some point. Yeah. Uh, barring, you know, a diagnosis they say no no actually there's just no way for you to do this physically you'd be endangering yourself you know understandable that she wouldn't do it um but if she's been able to make breakthroughs like edge and and, and brian danielson yep. and some of the other people before her that would be amazing yeah for her to come back yeah um so yeah let's do our may young give them a hand awards for the week thank you so much thank you may and uh, we start with match of the week. What you got? It's got to be Tom Nakano and Mina Shirakawa. There were a lot of good matches this week, and a pretty close number two would have been the ladder match with Kaylee Ray and Dakota Kai. Um, but just all the extra that, that Tom and Mina put into that match, more than just about the moves, the emotion, the character, the story, they made it into something more more than just a typical wrestling match. And so, yeah, it, it wins match of the week for me. Excellent. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with Dakota and, um, and, and Kylie Ray. Kaylee Ray. Or Kaylee Ray, excuse me. Different, different, different person. <laughs> yeah, I get them mixed up 
by name all the time. Uh, Kylie Ray. Kaylee uh, Ray. Kay- God, I did it again. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray. Goodness. Kaylee Ray and Dakota Kai ladder match. Do you need cue cards? I, and I've got notes in front of me for crying out loud. Yeah, I like their match a lot. That also just because I didn't get to see the other one. So, right. Yeah. Um, uh, wrestler of the week. Liv Morgan for me. She got the opportunity to finally step up and show that she she can hold her own on that main event level, both on the mic and in the ring. She led her own team. Bianca was following Liv, and it didn't feel out of place. And so Liv was given that opportunity, and she nailed it. Excellent. I can't disagree with you on that, but for me, going to play personal favorites, and Riho gets my ah. of the week, earning herself a uh, AEW Women's Championship match in what I thought was a really good match between her and Britt Baker this week. Yep. Um, moments of the week. Or something something I loved. And here's what or I something loved. Something you loved. I, yes. I, I, men- I mentioned her a few minutes ago. Um, Core Jade. She got her own little NXT commercial this week. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. That was fantastic. That's great for her. And that's kind of the thing that made me say, oh, They've got her. They've got plans. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely have plans for Cora J. Yeah. And so that's, that's awesome for her. And I I like her whole vibe. I like her whole thing. And she's another one like Liv. She's being given a huge opportunity here and she feels like she fits right in. She's making the most of it. So yeah, I love that she got that. Also, by the way, this isn't a booking moment. So I don't know if it would count, but uh, Stardom did one show after the pay-per-view this week. And uh, there was a six-woman tag, including three Cosmic Angels, and Tom was one of them. And they have this little dance they do when they come out now for their matches, like a choreographed dance. And um, Tom had her new T-shirt wrapped around her waist, and they were doing the dance, and the T-shirt fell off, and she didn't know it. And she stepped on it and just went ass over tea kettle. <laughs> and, she, <laughs> and she just sprawled out and yeah so uh she's fine she she was so embarrassed and was laughing about it and actually tweeted it out tweeted out the clip of her doing it oh um, man it, it was, check her tweets yeah I, and i retweeted it so you can go to my my okay. twitter and you can see where i retweeted it but yeah poor tom but I love her. She's got a sense of humor about everything and that the cosmic angels do just in general. And that's why I love them so much. One of the many reasons, but yeah, but Cora Jade, as far as from a creative standpoint, something I love creatively giving Cora Jade that little spotlight there. I liked it. Excellent. Uh, For me, uh, I'm going with Charlotte Flair, but not from SmackDown. Uh, I read an interview, um, which, and to be fair, the interview could have been from the previous week but I just read it this week um, where they asked her about uh, who she thinks the future of the division is for the women's division. And she had two names, Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. And according to Charlotte, she thinks both of them are on another level and will be the future of the WWE. And I don't know that I can disagree with that. Yeah. (laughs) At yeah, all. Uh, Bianca's already there. I mean, she's been booked better than Rhea, so that's helped her. Um, I think Bianca's already there. She made him at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, I mean, I, I can't disagree. I thought that was great. I, and I, I think I just wanted to throw some credit to Flair, who actually, you know, yes, it. she's a Flair. She's Charlotte. You know, she has the perceived ego, but she still props up 
the other women you know that aren't becky uh <laughs> yeah well and we heard that she wanted to lose the title to bianca on that raw yeah a little while back yeah yeah instead of doing the title exchange she was yeah. more than willing her idea was to lose it to bianca so yeah uh, kudos to charlotte flair for that and also i wanted to say and i want to make sure i didn't miss it nxt 2.0 this week did they do any other promo with uh the daddy's girl they 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 did okay. tiffany stratton yeah yes, she, she had another another vignette yeah i, I don't curious. know if they used that phrasing because we'd heard people were upset about that phrasing yeah that and that's why i was curious because uh, some people have said that they might take her off tv for a while and repackage her again um i don't think that, that doesn't appear to be happening maybe they'll just not use that phrase i don't think anything about that phrase in fact i used it to describe uh who do i use it i use it oh um um Zaya brookside earlier because yeah. i don't think of it as anything other than like a spo- literally her, her literal father like, like a spoiled brat. <laughs> a spoiled daughter right that that's how but i guess people took it another way yeah so but hey it's a yeah again didn't trigger me at all i no i don't get the 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 uproar on it but I just I couldn't remember if she had a spot on 2.0. Yeah, um, she did have a vignette. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, awesome. Well, hey, everybody, that's our show. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. We kind of, you know, trailed off a little bit at the end there. But that's okay. It's our show. Yeah. Hopefully it's still entertaining. Uh, let us know what you think. Hey, send us an email. You can send it to uh, poswrestlecast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to reach us through Twitter, please do. Uh, you can tweet at the show. That's at plus wrestlecast that's p-l-u-s wrestlecast you can find me at timothy k uh and you can find steven at bizarro doom you can find us on facebook just search for the positively wrestling podcast uh yeah let us know what you thought ideas for the show what you like what you don't but above all else we just uh appreciate the support and thanks for listening hope you guys have a great weekend steven why don't you take us out enjoy hard times too. enjoy war games go live Matane. <laughs>